welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with the tea bag. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Woo. Love, Love these it. episodes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. We're checking in with the tea bag. Um, before we get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. So before we get into the teabag, we just want to say congratulations to Ryan Wood. Uh, This was a request from Valerie Watts Defoe. Ryan is getting married and he's also a a 34-year-old man. So... (laughs) That's Who not listens our to tea time specifically. Yeah, right. That, that's, so, the, that's the rare part. That's exactly. <laughs> that's why we had to do it. Because normally we don't do this kind of stuff, but um, Ryan, gotta give it up for Ryan. Gotta give he it up. This Ryan. is huge. Yeah. Yes. Congrats. I wonder what Ryan enjoys about this podcast. I don't know. I feel like it can be enjoyable. Words of life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, have a great weekend, Ryan yes. Wood. Congrats. Congrats on your lifelong love. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do some questions. So we've broken this down into obviously a couple categories. We're starting with celebs. Obviously, I'm going to try to get through these usernames, but some of you guys have quite difficult ones. So we're just going <laughs> to just going to try. So first question is from Maxon. <laughs> That's okay. A lot of and, M's. <laughs> yeah. The question is, what legit celebrity will be the next to go viral on TikTok? Kate, your answer? This is a great question. And my answer is that we don't need a new one because we already have mm. Mandy Patinkin. Wow. Uh, and my example that I'm going to use is actually from Twitter, but he has been very active on TikTok with his wife. And it's just like charming and quirky. And I just love everything about them. But this week, and I was looking for an excuse to talk about this. He posted a video uh, and he said, date our friend. Hanging out with Elon on a rainy morning. He's the best. If interested, email him at... And then he has an email... Uh, or DM him. And then he goes, hashtag true love, hashtag matchmaking, hashtag matchmaker, hashtag mawage, which is a great Princess hey, Bride yeah, reference. Yeah. Wow, it is. Uh, hashtag find Elon love, hashtag fall in love. And then he has this video with this poor man who is like their single friend. He looks like he's maybe, I don't know, in his 40s. 
Uh, and oh, he's in his late thirties. Just came up, and it's almost his birthday. And they're like, we have to find him love. So Mandy oh Patinkin has posted this video of this man, and he's just like seems really likable. <laughs> And like this dog, he like hugs a dog in the middle of the video, oh, but like wow. not in a contrived way. Mandy's been posting pictures of him. Uh, he's just really, really trying to find his friend love. So just, cool. I just love it. That's just like the <laughs> vibe of Mandy Patinkin on social media is just like very wholesome daily life. And mm-hmm. it just makes me smile every time I see it. So that's my take is that Mandy Patinkin has just solved social media and we don't need anyone else. Okay, wow. good take. For asking. I love that. <laughs> Amelia? Um, yeah, mine is going to seem pretty lame compared to yours. But no, it's not. I was, I'm going to say Lindsay Lohan just because yeah. I feel like, you know, when um, <laughs> Avril Lavigne, she joined and she did something with like Tony Hawk and it was like Skater Boy, and, you know, and that yeah, was like love it. early yes. 2000s. Yeah. Yes. And then Alicia Silverstone joined and she did like her Clueless Yes, we're on the same page. It's how I answered it as well. Keep going, keep going. Perfect, yeah. So I'm just thinking if Lindsay Lohan does like a Katie impression from Mean Girls, maybe, you know. (laughs) We're actually the exact same. (laughs) That's why I came up with Kate Hudson because of Alicia Silverstone. She's been so viral because she's reenacting, obviously, these very classic clips and all the teens like, oh my God, (laughs) freaking out because I don't know why. But Kate Hudson has so many iconic roles. I feel like she could just call up Matthew McConaughey and grab him for yes. a couple of oh my scene God. reenactments. And she could go super, super viral. It'd be really famous That's on free, Kate Hudson. You're right. You're right. free yeah. idea. That's, the groundwork really is already idea. laid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Agreed with you, Amelia. Next question is from Gretchen Kiesner. And I like your handle. It's at Betch with Gret. Gretch. It's <laughs> great. Um, what is your Kirsten Dunst movie ranking? And then... <laughs> Someone has a follow-up question for us. I think us. it's Amelia. Okay. Yes. I Well, I decided to co-op this question and I wanted to ask everyone for a movie playlist for their favorite actor or one of their favorite actors, actor, actress. Um, because I feel like this is the time to stay in. You know, it's get, it's fall. So mm-hmm. it's perfect, cozy movie weather, which yeah. is fun. Mm-hmm. So I just picked five movies that uh, I think if you were going to have a Kirsten Dunst movie night you would have to watch. I said, bring it on. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Spider-Man. Get over it. And Eternal Sunshine on Spotless Mind. And you can tell that I came of age at a certain time because all <laughs> these movies are from about the same time period. So, Amelia, have you seen The Virgin Suicides, Kirsten Dunst? I have. And it was a little depressing for me. It's a little dark. I don't know that I'd recommend it. Had to watch it. Read it in high school and read uh, watch the movie. Oh, nice. That's also a coming of age story, but mm. for a darker mood, I would right. say. Did yes. you like the book more than the movie or did you like the movie more than the book? Uh, the movie had great vibes. Uh, yeah. But the, yeah, I actually think I maybe prefer the movie. Um, because nice. all those people are so good. But yeah, that save that for like a, a day where you're not in a great mood already. <laughs> yeah. But that was a great answer. I agree with your order. Yes. Thank you. And I love th- I love this question. Um, I know. So obviously I chose Kate Blanchett. She's my favorite actress. But I chose she's in a lot of like film bro movies. Mm. Like you look up Kate Blanchett and people are like, oh, the aviator. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, just like a lot. And I'm like, listen, I don't want to watch two hours of Leonardo DiCaprio and 20 minutes of Kate Blanchett, like on my movie night. So this is Kate Blanchett, but for the girlies. Uh, <laughs> we're starting out strong with Carol. Like you can't do any Ooh. better than that. Then we're going to transition. It is a bro movie, but Jude Law is so hot that it's still for the girls. This is the talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley. Uh, you can fast forward through Matt Damon. And then we're getting into the curious case of Benjamin Button. Also, like, Brad looks great. 
Kate looks great. It's also it's quite long. So like if you need to take a nap on our movie night, take oh, a bathroom wow. break, like that's <laughs> yeah. your time. You then go. we're going to transition into like her a little bit older, more recent, like kind of just having fun era. So we've got Cinderella in which she's very underrated Ooh. as the villain, uh, the evil stepmother. Great outfits. <laughs> I forgot then she was in that. Thor Ragnarok, another villainous. Oh, turn. yeah. Yeah. And then finally, we're going to end with Ocean's 8, which is just like just a fun time for everyone. Yeah. For nice. me, this question has big um, vibes when we get asked like what your book recommendations are. And then I'm <laughs> oh like, my well, I don't read because I don't <laughs> feel like I have one actor or actress that I'm like really tied to and sure, really, right. really. Well, I do, but also she's got other things going on like Goop now. So it's like not <laughs> as much like applicable here. So I right. went with the lowest hanging fruit because I was genuinely like, what movies have I seen with any actor or actress in it? <laughs> Guess what? It's Meryl Streep, the most famous yes. actress of all time. Um, again, apologies for uh, picking or <laughs> answering this, but uh, we've been on a real Meryl kick on even cringe mode, which feels it's funny true. because mm-hmm. all of her movies right. are so fucking great. Mm. But if you have chosen to miss any of them when we've covered Meryl, start with Devil Wears Prada. Go with Mamma Mia. Actually, that's like a tight one too for me. I love her in Mamma <laughs> Absolutely, Mia. Absolutely, yeah. Then Definitely. it's complicated. That's a classic. I don't know that's why we haven't movie. covered it. Um, and then it really goes off the rails because then I <laughs> kind of stop watching <laughs> Meryl Streep movies and I don't actually know too much, but I have seen her in Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, wow. <laughs> deep cut. Well, maybe not deep cut, but definitely right. an older movie. Nice. Yeah. Right. Little Women. Like, I don't even know if I care for her in that movie. And I definitely don't like her in Big Little Lies. Again, but I was picking <laughs> at what I have seen Meryl Streep in. So there's my right. answer. Fair enough. <laughs> That's a good answer. Fair enough. Yeah. On that note, Next category is TVs, movies, and music. Um, Bendy Lick Thundercats asked, what cartoon character could you win a fight against? And why is the answer Kim Possible? First of all, uh, Bendy Lick Thundercats, you have wildly overestimated our fighting skills. I was going to say. I definitely can't take Kim Possible. Uh, Definitely not. Not many people can. No, that's kind of the point of Kim Possible, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. So... I think I could take Phineas, but I don't think oh. I could take Ferb. You know Wait, why? I think Phineas is just a little bitch. Like he, you know. Oh. I, but Ferb, I think is like low key scary. Uh, oh God! You know? Yeah. So at first, I was like, I could take Phineas and Ferb, and then I was like, mm, I don't know actually about Ferb. So Wait. yeah, is, is Ferb the taller one or is he the shorter? Ferb one? is the taller one with the nose, who like doesn't say, right. doesn't say right, very right. much, like very mysterious. I'm like, yes. he could be yeah. like an MMA fighter. Um, yeah. Oh my god! And then yeah, that's that's all I've got. I think I could take maybe like Miss Frizzle. Oh, no, actually, man. no, I don't think I could. I don't think She's I got could. The bus. Yeah, she does she have does. a bus. Run you yeah. over quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Miss Frizzle. <laughs> Running you over. Wow. That was an, uh, that would be an image I would I would love to see. That would be yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Amelia. Um, Amelia. Yeah. I think I was thinking maybe just like any PBS character. I feel like oh, yeah. you know. Just they're like soft. Yeah. They're soft. What about like the bear in the big blue house? Well, but he's not animated, right? Oh right, right. I just think PBS. Oh yeah, but he could right. probably he could probably kick my ass. So I'm yeah, not him. That's what but, I was thinking. And you're right. Know. Animated alone, I think you could take like Caillou. Fuck Caillou. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, I, f- he I can feel go like to I hell. could take the naked Mora in Kim Possible. I feel like he's really Rufus. small, doesn't do much. Yeah, and then Ron and the, and the guy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could kick his ass easy. Right. 
Right. Um, I also think I could kick Doug's ass. Don't know if you got if this is sure. too deep of a cut. No, Real early nineties. Kate, you know Doug? I feel like you didn't watch yes. television as a child. No, but I also like didn't live under a rock, you know? Okay, well that's great. He's got stick limbs and like yeah. four ha- hairs on top of his head and he feels weak in general. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I, could, I just yeah. love that you have Doug stick limbs are going down in one minute. It's true. <laughs> have you seen my calves? I could kick his ass for sure. Yeah. Or patty true. mayonnaise. Really uh, anyone in that cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think this person asked a follow-up question, submitted a second question, and said, how excited are all of you to watch all the Fifty Shades movies, and how far will Liz Kelly get in the movies before she taps out? <laughs> wow. I would literally pay Liz uh, an undisclosed <laughs> amount of money for us to do cringe mode Fifty Shades. <laughs> it would be so fucking funny. It would literally be just as a highlight of my life. Uh, they're so cringy. And they it are. would be perfect. But... The- It'll never happen. The tone of this question implies that like we're going to we're watch gonna, these movies. I don't know why. There's a certain amount of authority that he's asking yeah. this with where I'm like, yeah. am I going to watch and cover Fifty Shades? <laughs> because Bendy like Thundercats said I would. Yeah. Um, we we simply can't, obviously. <laughs> my, oh, my cheeks are getting She's blushing as we speak. Nearly Have you ever seen them? Title. Have you ever seen yes. those movies? And guess You've what? seen I've all read of them? them? Yes. Wow. Yeah, this I also read them. We should have like a Patreon so we can do like <laughs> an OnlyFans. <laughs> Tea yeah, time OnlyFans. That's, what, that's yeah. where we'll do the Fifty Shades. We'll I do mean, it like goodness. in 10 years when we're all like, we've oh, all like my. left the ringer or something. Sure. And we, yeah. We'll just like reunite for Fifty Shades cringe mode. Oh like my that. God. We have to okay, wait for like all of our grandparents to like pass away and then we can do it. Oh my God. You are Just a dark they'll evil never witch. Find it. They'll never find it. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Okay. Moving right along. At Molly Marie asked, what is the single most cursed movie or TV show memory from your childhood? This is so good. Great question. Hey. I had so many that came to mind. Oh. Um, and a lot of them happened like we had a little, we had like a van that had like literally one of those like actual VHS players but it like the screen was like this big like it was like the size of your hand and we used to like watch VHSs on car rides like when mm. I was younger and so a lot mm-hmm. of them are like I remember the three of us me and my siblings sitting in the back seat and being like increasingly disturbed by something to the point where then we had to stop it and be like mom and dad we don't like it <laughs> so uh things that come to mind in that category dark crystal I don't know if you guys have mm. ever seen that with the puppets Mm-mm. did not like that that one gave me nightmares uh, um, yeah I also remember Adam's family values. It's not that it was scary, but it was like more sexual than my parents realized. And so like, I remember we were (laughs) sitting in the van, we were sitting in the van watching it and like something happened, like someone was in a bathtub and it was like getting sexy. And I remember we were like, guys, guys, I don't think we should be watching this, mom. Oh my God. Dad, I don't think we should be allowed to watch this. tell on yourselves. Yeah, we totally did. We totally did. We also did that with Billy Elliot, which was our first R-rated movie. And our parents let us watch it because it was just rated R for language. And they were like, that's fine. Mm. Like they can handle it. We were probably like teenagers by this point. But I remember we were like, I don't know. They're saying the F word a lot, you guys. I don't know if we can watch this. That's funny. So yeah. And then also (laughs) Roald Dahl's The Witches. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, Mm. but it's fucking scary. Anything Roald Dahl, yeah. Roald Dahl is actually scary scary stuff. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So those ones stuck with me for sure. (laughs) How could they not, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think... I actually have like a distinct memory and I was probably like eight or seven at the time. And my friend forced me to watch Sleeping Beauty and the part 
And they, obviously it was the animated version, but um, the part where Maleficent comes out and she's already looks scary. Like she is a scary looking woman. Okay. Yes. She has. Um, you know, she's got the sharp angle. She's got that green face or yeah. whatever. I don't like it. And she turns into the dragon when she's like fighting the mm-hmm. prince or whatever. And she's like, all the powers of hell. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be here. And I was just like so horrified. I used to be very scared of hell. So I just like, it really, it really messed me up for a while. So yeah. Wow. I love that it's like, it so is just like specific things. You like yes. don't know why they got you so bad, but yes. Yes. they really stick with you. It, it scared me. Yeah. Yeah. This It'll might be a to. deep cut. Did you guys ever watch Fern Gully? Yes. yes. Fucking oh. great choice. Jesus yes. a great Christ. Choice. Oh my god. I realized after looking up to double check this answer, the title is Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, which really sets the tone of the movie. Yes. haven't seen it. It's this magical, lovely fairy place. And then pollution, big oil, forest fire. <laughs> like human beings kind of come down and basically are the evil in this movie and wreck these like lovely magical people's homes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so freaking scary. I think the the actual villain is like like pollution. And I was like, it's oh like my humans. God. And, yeah. Like it, it's messed the, up. It's really messed up. Yeah. And it also is like, I just learned from a young age, we are just ruining our planet. Yeah. 1992. It was ahead of its time. Also, the animation is like kind of the scary 90s animation where it's like yes. a little bit creepy yep. in general. Yeah, completely. Uh, so, yeah. And it's, it's also there are Pixar. sexy moments. Yeah. That's, that's true. true. I remember, remember the, uh, I always remember like the dancing scenes and like a lot the dancing of them scene? are like not wearing very much clothing. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, yeah. God, I don't yeah. remember you're like, that. <laughs> yeah. Again, like I'm am so I glad allowed you guys to watch watched this? that? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then also shout out Earl Dahl. James and the Giant Peach. No. <laughs> no. That is a scary movie. Those yeah. characters are scary. Yep. When it's, he's rolling around in that giant peach. Because like, it, really it, it's like the stop animation that is like, it's like Tim Burton-esque. And it's like, if yes. you're a young child, you're kind of afraid of Tim Burton. Like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Still am. <laughs> um, next question is from at Lord Devine or Divine. Kate's thoughts on Harry Styles in the MCU. Thank you so much for asking. First of all, spoilers for Eternals. Although literally reporters walked out of this first screening and were like, Harry Styles is in the MCU. And everyone was like, that's a fucking spoiler. Um, so he appears in the end credits scene. Apparently I still think I'm being pranked. I won't believe it till I see it. However, uh-huh. I have already been assigned a blog about it. So not to like tease my own work, but when Eternals actually comes out, you can read my thoughts on the ringer.com. Also, <laughs> speaking of Harry Styles, he is performing in LA in a mere few weeks and I don't have a ticket to his show, you guys. So if you have an extra Harry Styles <laughs> ticket that you want to sell, uh, please let me know because I'm approaching desperate levels. I really thought I would have my act together by this point and I don't. So. <laughs> Help this woman out, people. Help me out, please. All right, that's it. Okay. <laughs> um, next question okay. is... From at Pascal Genevieve, I really want to know what each of your all-time favorite movies are or maybe top five. Thank you for asking this. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, my, I would say my top five kind of like shifts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number one, I would say is The Princess Bride. Although whenever I watch my number two, then I'm like, actually, maybe this is my favorite. And that's mm-hmm. when Harry met Sally. So both of those really go hand in hand. Depends on the day. And then number three, I would either say Moulin Rouge, which I love, or Mm. A Knight's Tale, uh, which is just like a childhood favorite that I can probably quote every single line to. Um, Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So good. Classy broad. Nice answer. (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> Amelia? Um, yeah, I agree with Kate. My favorites fluctuate. I do have like one very favorite um, that I think will ever forever and always be my favorite, which is The Birdcage. I mm. love that movie so mm-hmm. much. Oh my God. I, I Like Kate can quote A Knight's Tale. I can also quote uh, The Birdcage all the time. And uh, I just love that movie so much. So I Amelia, highly right. recommend it. Yeah. My mom's loves the birdcage and as we Does were growing she? up she'd watch it all the time so I watched it all the time we I were, love me it. and my sister were way too young but I've seen the birdcage yes. like 4,000 times oh my, my mom always put it on I didn't know this I love that yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I too Aww. watched it at a very young age and was like I, oh, okay but <laughs> I'm sure that it's, there's something latent in me that yeah has, <laughs> has shaped uh, who I am but and then also I have current favorites you know I feel like every so often you're like you watch this movie and you're like god I forgot how much I love this movie and I'm mm-hmm. going to watch it again so I would say my current favorites are Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion which is on Hulu I recently yes. rewatched that such a good movie very funny good feel good movie The Florida Project which I know we recently yes. talked about I like it's usually like one of those movies where it's like one watch and you're done but that movie is ugh, it's so it's so good uh, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix so you can watch it there and Serial Mom which is a 90 minute film and it's on Peacock and you just have to make a free account and you can watch it nice love Thank it you. great picks thanks um, my number one movie, I think forever, like will be Shakespeare in Love. Um, nice. I love just it. absolutely love that movie. If you guys want to watch it, please do. Gwyneth Paltrow, Ben Affleck, Colin Firth. It's phenomenal. It's just such a lovely romance movie. Obviously, there's Shakespeare in language, but you don't even notice. So if that don't let that deter you. It's just <laughs> so good. It's so good. And your little does, face right now is like oh, just beaming. I, just I love, love it. that. Um, and then back in my really annoying film major days, I would have answered there will be blood. Wow. Wish I knew certainly, you back then. Certainly not now, but at, a, at one time that was. That's, That's how Liz got her job at the ringer. Actually, she put that on a resume. <laughs> yeah. I told that to Sean Fennessey. And then he was like, you're in. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I think crazy, stupid love. I yes. will t- watch the whole thing every time I see it, no matter it's where cute. it is in the movie. I really, really, really love that movie. It's a great, great one. Pick. That's my answer. It's classic. That is a great pick. Guys, we have um, great taste. <laughs> <laughs> it's exceptional. I think we should uh, host a big picture personally, but it's fine. Perhaps. I mean, I've thought that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. I'm just joking. Next question from <laughs> at K underscore Cole. More Survivor season wrecks after heroes versus villains. Amelia. Yes. And uh, please feel free to chime in, Liz, Kaya. Um, I So if you've watched Heroes versus Villains, which is the 20th season, you've gotten through the first half of Survivor. I would recommend Survivor Cambodia, which Liz, is that what you were watching? No, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, you haven't. Okay. Um, Survivor Cambodia is fun because it's like returning players. So you know them and you're like, yay, great. And there are fun moments. I would say Survivor Korong which is another brains, beauty and bronze season that I personally think is really underrated. They do every time they do a brains, beauty, bronze season, which there's only been two, but they're both really good season. And um, anyway, Cal Rong always gets overshadowed by Kagayan because that mm. one's obviously like mm-hmm. iconic. Um, I would say millennials versus Gen X is really good too. There's lots Great. of likable players. Yep. Uh, David versus Goliath. 
is like Millennials versus Gen X, and they have a lot of great players. Liz, you saw that one, right? Mm-hmm. Great season. Love that one. And then I would also like to point out that Survivor Fans versus Favorites Micronesia is coming to Netflix on November 15th, and it is awesome. I highly recommend you watch that if you haven't watched it yet. So, Yeah, I have nothing to add but that Amelia has never steered me wrong in her Survivor <laughs> recommendation. She has been my guiding light through my entire journey. <laughs> Literally you. banger after banger of season. Just listen <laughs> to what she says. I have You're nothing so nice. more to add. Um, okay, Amelia, this is Amelia's corner. I know. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. No, this it's is great. my favorite. Um, at Elena Maslow asked your picks for winner of Survivor. I'm guessing she means this current season. Amelia. I think, yeah. For Survivor 41, I think it looks like we're getting a Shan winner edit, but mm-hmm. that will probably end up like deceiving us all. So, which is fine. Um, I love Shan, but she's been kind of messy lately. So I think she'll definitely make it to at least the top four, final four. But I just feel like there's no way... It's just weird because the edit seems like she's going to win because we're getting her backstory. She's a narrator a lot of the time, but it's just like, Mm -hmm. that is deception. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if you take her to a final tribal council, she would beat your ass. So um, I think she makes it very far. I could also see Leanna winning or Deshaun. Uh, They're sneaky good players and um, they've kind of been on the periphery, but we've seen enough of them where it's like, I could see them since we're now past the halfway point. Um, I could see them getting more air time, which would be great. Yeah. I love them both. And I would also love it if Nasir won, but he's too nice. You know? Yeah. He's got he's gonna go down, I feel like. I but know. I would love if Liana won. That would be sweet. right. She's great. Yeah. Agreed. She is great. Um and then do we like Jen from Real Housewives of Sa- uh, Salt Lake City? Sorry. Um <laughs> Salt Lake City. I'm like Sa-da-da-da-da. Um I Here's the thing about Jen. I thought she was great for drama and she's really fun to hate, but it seems like she really did try to scam old people out of money and that is incredibly fucked up. So she is not a good person and so I do not like her. Anyone else? Solid answer. Solid answer. (laughs) (laughs) And then, do you think Erica is guilty? And I think this person is referring to Erica Girardi from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And honestly, I think Erica is at least complicit in knowing that Tom, her old husband, I guess ex now, hid money. And I don't know to what extent. And I I do believe when she says that he was an overbearing asshole, like I do believe that 100%. But I don't think she is stupid. I think she's a very smart person. And I just think she never questioned where the money was coming from, even though she knew each month how much she was spending and that it was a lot. And I mean, she even goes on Watch What Happens Live and said she spends like 40 grand on glam a month or something. And it was just like, you know how much money you're spending. You knew he was hiding some assets like you. You knew the finances. I don't know if you were totally like, do it, Tom, like hide the money, embezzle it. But I think she knew what was going on. So, yeah. Good answer. Crazy stuff without context. I'm like, good Lord. (laughs) Hit the money. No, Jesus. Damn, Erica. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. 
Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Now we're going to go to a miscellaneous category. Kathleen Hill asked, if you each had to pick one celeb cookbook to cook from for an entire year, which celeb would you turn to? Great question. My mom basically did this when I was home for a year during the pandemic, and she loves the Chrissy Teigen cookbooks. And I got to tell you, they slap. Uh, <laughs> they do. A few. Like, honestly, I highly recommend them, especially for like, if you just like, you know, like if you're kind of a casserole person or like you like to cook things at home that aren't like super fancy, but also are like crowd pleasers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Some highlights. I have not personally made them. I just have eaten them when my mom has made (laughs) them. Um, Some highlights are she does lettuce wraps that are very similar to like the P.F. Chang's chicken lettuce wraps that are really good. You like make it with like the ground chicken and the turkey or whatever. And then you just put it into the lettuce. So good. Um, She has a like a feta chicken wrapped in prosciutto that's really good with like tomatoes mm. and then also a banana chocolate chip bunk cake that my mom has made a oh, lot that sounds so um, good that also ships quite well because my mom has shipped it to me in LA <laughs> like pieces Aww. of it uh, I have also eaten so yeah really good stuff from that yeah, cookbook highly my recommend. mom makes the miso pasta a lot mm. and it's really good Yum. so yeah it yeah. does slap good stuff in there Amelia I okay so I've been wanting to try this for a while so maybe I'll order it off of Amazon I don't know but um Morgan Freeman 
celebrated actor has a cookbook. <laughs> I didn't know this. I know, right? And it's called Morgan Freeman and Friends, a Caribbean cooking for a cause. Um, it's Caribbean themed. It's for a good cause. And there are other celebrities who have contributed to it, uh, like Tom Hanks, Alicia Keys, Katie Couric. So, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Is this I an would older want him- book? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I would want him to like read it to me. Like I would want the audio oh, version and I would oh need him God. to be like, smart. Mix, mix the flour to the bowl. And I'd be like, okay, Morgan Freeman, you know, <laughs> waste it a little bit yeah. on the page. Me yeah. <laughs> I've been recently in like a big Stanley Tucci mood. Yeah. Um, I think after watching Searching for Italy, I was like, wow, this man knows yes. his way around a kitchen and around food. Um, and he actually just came out with this book, um, Taste My Life Through Food, which is, I think recipes, but more like stories and mm. like mm. personal anecdotes woven through. But he does have cookbooks, um, the Tucci cookbook and the Tucci table, which oh, I yeah. think are really cute names. And also, if I'm going to have to cook it for a year, I would rather eat like pasta and things yeah. like that. Because yes. my girl Gwyneth has a couple cookbooks, but they look so healthy. And I'm just <laughs> not sure I could eat off of the clean plate for a sure. whole year. It's a long you know? time. Yeah. Understandable. Would you rather? Eat out of Gwyneth Paltrow's cookbook for a year or eat at Six Flags for a year. Okay. Oh, I God. It's like you could do Gwyneth. You're a pretty healthy eater. Yeah. I'm healthy, but I can't, I can't nourish myself from within for a whole year. <laughs> like I don't know that she eats any sugar. That's like my biggest vice. I'm oh, sure man. It's tough. At least six That's flags. True. Cookies and candy. <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, okay, moving wow. on. Okay, here we go. At Rim Shut Up said, please give Kate a five minute slot to rank the hotness of the main cast of Dune. I love this. Thank you so much. I watched Dune <laughs> this weekend. Uh, good movie. I recommend it. It's not going to take five minutes. Okay, here we go. Number one, Oscar Isaac. It's not close. Uh, mm-hmm. The first the first time I saw his beard in this movie, it like cuts to him and I literally made a noise and like not in the way where they like sit, you're like, Oh, I cried in the theater. And like, you didn't really cry. Like I actually like made an inhuman, like sort of strangled gasp um, (laughs) on the first sight of Oscar Isaac in this movie. It's incredible. He looks unbelievable. Um, So he's number one by a lot. Number two, (laughs) Jason Momoa. And I've never been like, Oh my God, Jason Momoa, like marry me. I've never been like Mm -hmm. that kind of person. However, you, you got to like get past the beard, which he's clean shaven in this movie. He has his hair tied sure. back and we don't oh. talk enough about how great face on that guy. Handsome man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the beard he, does cover that up. It a lot. does. And like, I get like sort of the rugged appeal. And I know that's like his thing, but like he's a little mm-hmm. more clean shaven, like cleaned up in this movie. He has a very fun character uh, and he just looks great. So number two, Jace Momoa, I was surprised also. Number three, Javier Bardem. Mm. Uh, he has he's fa- in this movie. He's in this movie. Extremely sexy cast. You just got to say it. Like, top to bottom. Just heavy hitters. Uh, Javier Bardem, again, like, not usually my type. However, he just has, like, a very mysterious kind of, like, leader role in this movie. His face is covered up a lot. So you just get his voice, and he has a great voice. So he's number three. Number four, Rebecca Ferguson. She's just great. Uh, She wears a lot of great veils in this movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number five, Sharon Duncan Brewster, who is not as well-known, but also just looks great. Very like go get them in this movie. Number six, Zendaya, who is in Dune for like maybe five minutes. Um, mm. so that really hurt her time. 
Also, like, yeah. just you see like little parts of her face, but you don't get the whole effect. She's also quite dirty. Um, <laughs> so that really hurt her ranking as well. She'll yeah. be higher up in the next one. Don't get mad at me. And also, number seven, mm. our guy Timmy. Here's the thing. Unbelievable. Here's the thing. Timmy looks great in this movie, but like there are like capital M men in this movie. Okay. And like <laughs> you put Timmy next to fucking Jason Momoa and it's like, this is a third grader, you know, like this oh is, my God. this is a 12 year old boy. So oh there are a lot of That's jokes funny. about like how skinny he is. He mm. seems quite young in comparison. Again, like he looks great. The hair is tousled. He's wearing a lot of great coats, but the competition is so stiff mm. um, for Tim that yeah, it's tough. And then like literally everyone else in the movie and then Stellan Starsgard, who plays like this creepy, bloated, like worm thing. Uh, what? Very tough. Very tough for him. So he is dead last. Uh, but really yeah, Dune, funny. I recommend it. Okay, wow. you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Um, at Holly Salt <laughs> asked, you know the three gas station snacks meme? That for Target. What three things do you get? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Great question. Uh, yeah. Um, and it took me like literally two seconds to come up with this. So uh <laughs> I guess like this really fits for Target. Number one, a necessary household item. You gotta get a candle, you gotta get a mug, some mm. sort of bullshit that you'll put on a counter and never look at again. Number two, an unnecessary bougie snack. Something that like <laughs> mm. I would never mm-hmm. tell my dad that I ate, you know, like <laughs> edamame or like a Ooh. bottled smoothie that costs six dollars or yes. like a little jar of pomegranate seeds that like you cost way too much, you know, like some mm-hmm. sort of snack that you're like kind of embarrassed to be buying. And then number three, an unnecessary beauty item. So like maybe an eye cream or a face yeah. mask, something like maybe something travel size from like that little thing that they have where you walk yes. by and you're like, oh, this costs nothing probably mm-hmm. um, that you just use once and forget about. So those are my three. Those, Those are, are great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I would say, yeah, fancy beverage for of sure. Of course, of course, you Amelia. Got to do it. <laughs> um, also, a beauty self-care item, which, you know, face scrub or face mask, scrub, chapstick, mm-hmm. whatever. And then something on sale. I feel like they always mm. have, you know, pretty good deals. Good stuff on sale. Yeah. 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 I'm similar-ish. I'm going to holiday-themed household items. So I'm talking like a pumpkin candle, not just a mm. candle. Ooh. Like a little ornament or like a the Christmas blanket, something like yes. that, nice. that you nice. like, bring especially out for, right now. It's so yes, true. I'm really in that mood. And then the second thing I'm absolutely getting is some new fancy clean supply item. Every time I walk into Target, I'm like, they are coming out with the craziest things <laughs> to clean the house, and I'm literally bamboozled by all of them. And because I buy my um, all my cleaning supplies like freaking through Amazon, which I shouldn't do. So then when I go to a store. You wouldn't believe the things they're making for the home these days. You're like, they're all right here. They're so pretty. They're (laughs) saying something new. They're like clean now, which I'm like, oh, this must be good. So I'm always buying that stuff. And then my last thing that I get every single time from Target is this very specific trail mix. It's called Monster Trail Mix. I don't even, it's not even trail mix, but there are some raisins in there. It's like, so unhealthy, but it's so freaking good. It's got like M&M's and then like little mini chocolate chips and then mini caramel chips and like all this stuff in there and like six raisins and the whole thing. (laughs) It's so good. They come in these big jars. I've only seen them at Target and I got to do it every time and I eat it within a day. Oh my God. Really like any kind of those huge jars of trail mix that they have. That aisle is so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I I would love this. God. Now I want trail mix. I know. know, All this food talk is making me really hungry. Damn. 
Okay, Bridget Gearlings asked, what do you think the next three video titles will be from Christy Carlson Romano's <laughs> YouTube channel? How dare you make me say that word out loud, Bridget? <laughs> Those three words. I, yeah, had to do this because um, love Bridget, great coworker. And um, you know what? She's right. Christy Carlson Romano is on a tear, not a good tear. It's scary. And um, I do have three options. Uh, the first one is how Facebook's rebranding as meta affects my children. I mm. feel like she's, you know, she's bound to bring her kids into this um, sooner or later. Yes. And I'm going to say sooner. her husband's already gotten a feature. So it's yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Check out his latest video. It will upset you probably um, <laughs> as it should. Uh, the second one is is Halloween themed. Uh, my razor blade Halloween candy story. That's she always perfect. has stories, you know, <laughs> incredible. And then the, the third, I was just thinking like, you know, apparently Chrissy Teigen is coming back. She's making a comeback. And I'm thinking maybe Chrissy Carlson Romano will be the one to end her comeback. So my DMs with Chrissy Teigen, because I could see Chrissy Teigen bullying Chrissy These Carlson. These are such right good ideas. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I also like am picturing, you know how like some people will just send DMs to a celebrity just for fun? Mm-hmm. Like Chrissy mm-hmm. Carlson Romano just like spamming Chrissy Teigen. Oh my gosh, she said her name. Sorry. <laughs> the things that I've sent over the years to Chrissy Teigen that she has ignored. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. I can't good. wait for these to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do a holiday edition category. Yeah. Jomi asks, Halloween is coming up. Also, Jomi's our coworker who we love. Love Jomi. Halloween is coming up. What's your number one candy and what's the absolute worst candy? Now, we're recording this uh, before Halloween, but this will actually, I believe, air after Halloween. So, right. you know, maybe our opinions will change. However, ahead of Halloween, I'm going to say it's got to be Reese's. And I always am like, mm. Mm, you know, everyone says this, but it's because it's true. You know, I mean, re- mm. nothing They're is better. Good. Nothing is better than Reese's peanut butter cup, in my opinion. However, closely followed Chocolate by and Twix. Peanut butter. I love a Twix. Oh, Twix mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of on the like fruity candy end, I love a now and later, which Me I too. feel Those like good. people that think is weird. Like I would take a now and later over a Starburst uh, any wow. day of the week. Wow. Okay, I like the, I really like the chewier texture and I like the flavor yeah. of the now and later better. Yeah. Now and later's are great. Although Starburst. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Starburst really hard, in your opinion. <laughs> <Pretty> okay. <good. laughs> Sorry. Amelia? Uh, I honestly, growing up, I always loved when people would give out dots in those little boxes. Yes. Just like, Where there were like three dots. of them in there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like all the green ones. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, man. Um, yeah. I love those. I also love it when people give out the Twizzlers, when they give out those like cherry Twizzlers. Pull yeah, I love Twizzlers. I, I'm yeah. just like, yes. I won't apologize for that either. <laughs> I love a good Sour Patch Kids. I think that's yeah. my favorite oh, candy. That's um, a good one. And I also love Milk Duds. I know that's yes. more of like a movie candy mm. than Halloween mm-hmm. candy, but mm, that's good. Those it. also come in those little boxes. And then yeah, like you, they have do. To, you have to spend the next five minutes like getting them out of your teeth so you can eat the rest <laughs> of your candy. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth the sacrifice. It really is. Okay. What's the worst candy then? I mean, again, like an, a boring opinion, but because it's true, like candy corn is true trash uh, yeah. and should we should just stop manufacturing it. Uh, also, Smarties are they're so mm-hmm. chalky and like they don't really mm. have a flavor. They're just garbage. True. Like nobody wants those. I ate a lot of Smarties as a kid. I just those were so bad, but you got to do it what you have, you know? I know. And it's true. Yeah. 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 They're it's gross true. though. Yeah. 
Um, I would say good and plenty because those are like licorice flavored. Not and great. Yeah. Who likes licorice unless you're like 90? Um, yeah. Or I don't know. Maybe you have a different palate. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to get a text from my anyone. mom about that one. <laughs> going she's soft. a big licorice no, fan, but My it's fine. mom loves the good and plenty too. It's a mom candy. Mom's, it is. <laughs> it is a mom candy. They didn't know better, you know, in their day. <sighs> it's true. It's yeah. true. Um, and then also, honestly, every year I feel like, or at least when I trick-or-treated, it was like I'd get 20 mini Snickers. And it's like, what? The hell am I supposed to do with this? I don't need 20, you know? Amelia, did you see the paparazzi photo that came out like yesterday or today of Selena Gomez walking somewhere and she had a purse full of Snickers? They were like popping out of her bag. (laughs) Everyone's like, where are you going? And they were the full size ones. Wow. Oh my God. I love her. But she is so followed. Maybe she's Jennifer for the Snickers (sighs) brand. Who knows? I remember we had a Snickers uh, advertising campaign like several years ago when I was still working in the editorial office. I think it was for the NFL show. And we had like boxes and boxes and boxes oh, of yeah. full-size Snickers. And literally, I would eat a Snicker for like for a snack like oh my probably God. every day for like literal months. <laughs> and since then, I've been like, fuck a Snickers. Like I never, <laughs> I never want to eat one again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Also have to specifically call out a crunch bar. I got uh, a Halloween mm. variety pack from the grocery store, put it out. I've been eating all of it. Crunch bars, bad. They all taste like they're 40 years old. They turn to <laughs> dust in your mouth mm-hmm. and they just are outdated. I feel like we're doing more with chocolate. I like the idea, but someone needs mm-hmm, to redo right. the rest of the Like we've evolved as a society past yeah. the need for crunch bars. Yes. True. Agreed. It's true. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, last question. Maya Patros asked, please help me curate the perfect Friendsgiving playlist. This is such a nice question. I know. It's cute. I thought maybe we should each add like three to five songs and then like actually make a playlist on Spotify and share it. This is my vision. So I chose five songs. I feel like anyone who listens to this podcast knows that you can't trust any of our music taste. (laughs) So that's very true. Proceed with caution. Uh, There is no thematic you know, continuation throughout this playlist. We we just picked what we wanted. Uh, So I started off with a little Adele hello because I always associate that with Thanksgiving after the SNL skit where like they're all arguing at the Thanksgiving table and then they start playing it and it like, (laughs) you know, fixes their family relationships. Um, Great skit. I recommend watching it if you haven't seen it. Uh, Number two, Autumn Leaves by BTS because I'm me. Number three, Fire and Rain by James Taylor just because like my family loves James Taylor. Good one. Uh, for Emmy Lou by First Aid Kit, just because I yeah. felt like it. Love First Aid Kit, and then number five, "Tis the Damn Season" by Taylor Swift to get you Ooh. ready for the Christmas transition. That's good, which is a big part. I of like that. that yes, good. thank you. <laughs> um, I said, da- <laughs> I feel like this is just like really out of place, so I apologize. But no, it's great. Dancing, <laughs> Dancing on My Own by Robin. Just I love this song, Amelia. This belongs to literally every playlist ever made, Everywhere. no matter no matter the reason. Yes. I just love this song. It's so yes. good. It's fun. You can dance in your seat while you're eating uh, yeah. turkey. Yeah. Um, I also like, said, turn it up for dessert, you know? It's like the perfect. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. I said, Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. I agree. You know, it's like softer. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hold You in My Arms by Ray LaMontagne. Um, another kind of quieter, mm-hmm. yeah. fallish song. I got to put Gwen, St- my girl Gwen Stefani on here. I have Cool by Gwen Stefani. I don't know like- that song. <laughs> oh, it's a good, it's a good, it's actually like, I would say it's one of her best songs, one wow. of her best solo songs. Great. Yeah. Um, and it's about uh, being friends with someone that you've dated previously. So it's like, if you're having a Friendsgiving and you're there with someone, you know, you used to date or something, mm. it's like, well, you're cool. You know, yeah. wow. we're friends. Still. Layers. Yeah. yeah. It, there are layers to this. And then 
I also put down uh, Building a Mystery by Sarah McLaughlin. It is kind of like, you know, again, the whole spooky, but like not that scary, mm-hmm. fallish mm-hmm. kind of Autumn vibes. vibes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Love so, it. Great picks. Thanks. I came to this question last, so I felt I was responsible for the like wrap up, kind of post dinner, kind of you have a, that last glass of wine before you leave. Everyone's Ooh. chill, full. So these are all kind of like nice vibe I like that. Slower songs. Texas Sun by Krungbin and Leon Bridges. Really good. Anything by either of those two. Love Leon Bridges. Love Leon Bridges, yeah. Yeah. Um, Next is a Father John Misty song, Real Love Baby. Again, you just kind of sway in your seat. You had wine. You had your full meal. You're feeling good. (laughs) The tryptophan is setting in. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Six is to Nine by Big Wild Rationale. I don't know if you guys know this song. Really fun. Kind of feels old-timey, but it's a new song. Check it out. And then last is this new group that my old roommate turned me on to called Camel Power Club. Their Ooh. stuff is, again, background, but like really fun. You're like, oh, something nice is playing. You just don't know exactly what it mm. is. That's so the get, best vibe for like yes. a dinner playlist. And Get Down is like their most famous song. So I'm recommending that. So, nice. you know, I feel like that sets you off. Then you go home and you go to, immediately to sleep. <laughs> Great stuff. Guys, I think we crushed this that. assignment. I think we did too. We'll see. Um, Okay, that's it. That's it from the mailbag. Next week, we'll be back with our usual programming. Who knows what will happen in the celeb world by then? Um, Could be anything. (laughs) Thank you, Kaya, our producer. Thank you guys for submitting questions. It's always so fun to hear from you. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.